You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It is the first of many Tigers podcasts in the brand new year of 2018. It is Matt Waymire joined by Jason Beck, our Tigers reporter for MLB.com. And Jason, happy new year to you, and we uh, thank you for the time. And uh, we're going to keep it simple today because, uh, as we've you know talked about in previous weeks, uh, not just with the Tigers but with the other 29 teams in baseball, it has been a rather uh, painfully slow offseason season. The hot stove not exactly a simmering right now, but what we can do uh, until things kind of heat up in that regard is uh, run down the five biggest questions that the Tigers, uh, this rebuilding Tigers team faces uh, coming into 2018. So we're going to just uh, kind of run down the list, and I think uh, Jason will start here with uh, some health issues for two of the team's uh, bigger stars. Uh, Miguel Cabrera and Jordan Zimmerman, uh, you know, the question you posed uh, recently on Tigers.com was can they both stay healthy, and given – the ages of Miggy and uh, Zimmerman, and given the the nature of their injuries and ailments in recent years, what kind of a chance do you put on the fact that, or the the proposition rather, that both these guys can have a full, uh, productive, healthy 2018? Well, I think I give Cabrera a little bit of a better chance than Zimmerman, just because of you know, Zimmerman's had the same issue for back to back years now, and it sounds like with the neck issues, he's going to be at least somewhat reliant on some nerve block injections for for the foreseeable future, at least from time to time, that it's going to flare up and he's going to have to have it addressed. It, it might not completely go away. Um, who knows uh, when, if ever. Uh, Cabrera at least sounds like the type of thing that, while you can certainly see the uh, back issue becoming a bigger problem as he gets older, it's something that you could see him addressing with a little bit of change in workout techniques and a little bit of a change in physique, at least carrying a little bit less weight around and, and maybe adjusting to some other things in terms of fitness and, and how he handles himself. Um, we'll, we'll see. It, it would make a big difference, certainly, if either one can have a full healthy season, but I think given what Cabrera can do when he's healthy, I think it's bigger for Cabrera to be healthy. Yeah, I, I certainly agree, you know, given the the fact that this Tigers team is in a clear rebuild. You still need that veteran uh, presence, and Miguel Cabrera is certainly that, and then some to kind of, you know, help out these youngsters and, and set the tone, set the example, and uh, coming off what is uh, easily the worst season of his career in 2017, uh, there is a hope that if Miggy can can get healthy and stay healthy, uh, he can be, if not, you know, prime Miguel Cabrera, uh, a reasonable facsimile of it for 2018. And hopefully a bounce-back campaign is in store uh, for the big fella. Uh, Jason, question number two, uh, if Michael Fulmer is healthy, yet another guy that is uh, dealing with health issues, are his days in Detroit numbered? This is something we've talked about in recent weeks, you know, the debate being well, this is a guy, he, he's young and controllable, and he's, he's obviously very good. That's a guy you want to build around. The, the flip side to that argument is, well, this is a guy because of those attributes that you want to deal because you can turn one guy into maybe four or five. So what's your take on that situation? 
I think his days are numbered. Uh, it might not be as soon as we as we might think, but I just think with the long term scale of the Tigers rebuild that unless it goes a lot faster than anticipated, that it's going to be a race for them and a difficult race for them to get back in the contention before he becomes right at that point where he's up for free agency. Now, they could wait it out. I mean, they've certainly capable of doing that, depending on what their commitment from ownership is. But I think given the value of pitchers like Fulmer, and especially pitchers like Fulmer with so many years of control remaining, if he demonstrates that he's back to the form he had in 2016, that the appeal is going to be huge for him to, to uh, for other teams to try to acquire, especially given the prices that many of the free agent pitchers are going for nowadays. And there aren't really a whole lot of great free agent starting pitchers out there anymore. And I, just, I don't think that's going to change because I think guys are going to be locking up with teams for longer-term deals. And the Tigers... Maybe the Tigers end up doing that and surprise us all, but I just I think given the market, given how far the Tigers have to go, and given the need that the Tigers have to get another package of prospects to make this rebuild work, Fulmer is the most likely ticket for them to get that. And it's hard for them. It's hard to see this working without that type of deal, and he's the most likely candidate. Yeah, Jason, I know that uh, these types of things are very hard to project and uh, predict, you know, with guys that are so young and hopefully have long careers ahead of them. But from what you've seen from Michael Fulmer, what kind of a ceiling do you see for him as he matures, as he gets into his prime athletic years? Do you see, I don't know, a a Justin Verlander-type ceiling? I know that's a very high bar, but, you know, do you see something approaching that? Or what's what's your uh, kind of prediction for him? I don't see him White at that level, as far as ceiling goes, I, I don't think he has that repertoire that Verlander does. But I think he's a bona fide ace, certainly with his ceiling. I mean, he's really he's an ace caliber pitcher right now, and I think he's only going to get better as long as he's healthy. Uh, yeah, maybe approaching the level of a Verlander or a Scherzer, not quite there, but it's the type of guy that you can build a rotation around. And I think the type of guy that can go to a contending team and make a very big impact. Yeah, he's going to be uh, one of the more highly coveted uh, you know, pitchers that teams want to acquire if indeed uh, he is put out there on the market and it speaks to the, the nature of the beast, so to speak, and in terms of uh, you know, the trade market and teams that are you know, going for it. Uh, the fact that uh, if the Tigers do deal him, he'd be with his third organization in the very you know infancy of his career for a guy so talented. But again, that just speaks to uh, the, the nature of the beast, so to speak. Uh, Jason, question three regarding uh, Victor Martinez, a guy that, you know, again, and this is a recurring theme, dealing with health issues. Uh, he's not a young man anymore by athletic standards. He's, uh, you know, 39 years old now. But when healthy, uh, he is as good with the bat as anybody in the game. But uh, it might be kind of a, you know, a, a mismatch or a bad fit uh, right now for a team that's in a clear rebuilding mode. What do you see for a future for V-Mart with the Tigers? 
Well, I, you know, I wrote a little bit more on that this week, and by every indication from everything that General Manager Abel has said, they're going to bring him in the camp and, and let him try to show that he can still hit and show that he still has a place on this team. You know, the, the one thing working in his favor is that this team doesn't have a whole lot of hitters who are on the cusp of being major league ready right now. I think aside from the guys you saw in September, there aren't guy there aren't very many guys, if any guys, who can go in the spring training and steal a job in the starting lineup right now unless somebody like Kristen Stewart goes out and has just some bonkers training camp or, or Mike Gerber or somebody like that. And even then, I would be surprised because neither of those guys has spent much time at all at AAA. And I think the Tigers want those guys to get to AAA and, and get some learning done there as hitters before they unleash them in Detroit. I, so if you assume that, then it's not like you're weighing Victor Martinez against a guy on the brink of being ready to, to hit in the majors. So you know, you're not holding anybody out of a job. You're not hindering anybody's development by bringing in Victor Martinez and letting him hold down a job for a little while longer if he's healthy. Um, you're not even risking anything financially because he's already committed for, for this coming season, 18 months. That, that's going to be spent whether he makes a team or not, unless they come to some sort of surprise settlement with him if there's like a health issue or something. So... Now, given that, there, there's really no glaring reason to hold him out of camp and shut him down and say, you know, you're, you're done here. And because he might not be done. Who knows? I, you know, I'm going to be curious to see what he looks like in camp because he's older and because of the heart issues and because of the concerns, somebody like that, and because of the family history, you know, somebody who lost, his father, at a young age, because of a heart attack, you wonder what's going through Victor's mind as he gets ready for all this. But by all indications, he wants to compete. He wants to have a role on his team, and he wants to try to have some sort of positive impact on, on this rebuilding club. Yeah, and as you mentioned, uh, there's very little risk in, uh, in you know, bringing him, uh, not not to bring him aboard, he's already aboard, obviously, but to let him prove himself and to get back to the player uh, that he is capable of being. But again, as you said, he's got things on his mind much bigger than baseball, uh, given the, uh, the health issues that he's gone through, given his family history with those health issues. So a lot on uh, V-Mart's mind uh, heading into the 2018 season for sure. Jason, you mentioned, too, that uh, a lot of the younger guys on this team not quite major league ready uh, for, at the play, but one guy that certainly is and has demonstrated that time and again is Nicholas Castellanos, and I know that uh, Tigers fans are kind of looking at him, you know, if not the next uh, Miguel Cabrera because uh, that's, that's a, again, a very high bar, at least a guy that can anchor a lineup that you can slot in there as a 3-4 as a guy and a guy that can maybe carry an offense uh, with the right pieces around him is that, a, is that a reasonable expectation for Castellanos? Can Tigers fans kind of pin their hopes on this guy, you know, becoming that kind of player down the road? Yeah, I mean, I think he can be a key cog in the lineup nowadays. Um, you know, assuming that Juan Cabrera has a chance to still be an elite hitter, he's going to need somebody batting behind him. All indications are 
that, that Nick lines up as that guy. Um, you look at the hard hit rate that he had last year, and you look at how many hard hit outs he has, there's a lot of upside, I think, to his game. And I think he's somebody that if he can get the ball in the air a little bit more often, that the ball could travel a little bit more, he's got a chance to be a big-time home run guy and also get a nice boost on average, even beyond the, the jump that he had last year. So if he can do even part of that, I think he's you know, a potential all-star hitter. And I think if he can put all of that together, you're looking at maybe not another Cabrera, but maybe a hitter on, along the lines of Justin Upton or J.D. Martinez. And those are certainly guys that you would love to emulate. Uh, that you know, no slouches they. Uh, Castellanos has shown uh, plenty of flashes uh, in the in the past couple of years, and Tigers fans hoping that maybe 2018 is the true breakout and that he really uh, arrives on the scene this season and beyond. And Jason, to wrap things up, uh, I know that uh, Tigers fans are are you know hoping and and awaiting that net that next uh, big batch of prospects uh, because again with the team. In clear rebuilding mode, uh, this is where you know you're going to butter your bread and make your money with the guys coming up through the farm system. If not 2018, what is a reasonable uh, you know time of expectation for these guys to come up and start contributing at the major league level? I think we can start seeing guys. You know, if not September of 2018, then more likely some point during 2019. Uh, especially the pitchers, I think they're going to be patient with these arms including the, the guys who ended last year, Double A, Bo Burrows, and uh, Franklin Perez, that uh, you know, they're going to try to be careful with these guys, but both of those guys have the talent to start knocking on the door either at the end of this season or at some point next season, maybe even comp- you know, competing for a job in spring training of 2019. You know, let them come in and get their feet wet and start the learning process of how to approach major league hitters. If they do well enough at AAA, I think they're going to want those guys to get, you know, at least a year of AAA under their belts and learn some lessons there with more experienced older hitters compared to some of the other minor league levels before taking a shot. And they might not even open the season. I think it's more likely to put those guys open the season in Erie and then maybe make the jump uh, you know, later on to triple A. But uh, I think that's when you can start to see the process. And a guy like Alex Fajardo, it's going to be interesting to see how he progresses because he's somebody who is so advanced in college but yet still has a lot to learn because he got so much done with, with basically a two-pitch arsenal at Florida that he's going to have some learning to do as far as he has a third pitch, but now he's got to use it a lot more than I think he ever did in the SEC. Yeah, I don't think it's a stretch to suggest that uh, September of this coming season could be the most uh, critical and important and most uh, anticipated month of the season for all the reasons you've just touched on. 
and that, you know, we could get uh, a taste of the next batch to come up and, and spend that month uh, getting their feet wet at the big league level. And then 2019, like you said, is when things could really start to blossom after they get that uh, full season or at least uh, close to a full season at the AAA level. So certainly some things to look forward to for the Tigers and their fans uh, in the next uh, year to year and a half. Uh, Jason Beck, that's a good place to wrap it up. We thank you as always for the time on the initial Tigers podcast of 2018, and we'll do it again at this time next week. In the meantime, Matt Waymire signing off for MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.